<laughs> it started like right as you hit the record button. It was like. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. It's Abby and Logan. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're here again. Yeah. It's going to be a good are. time. First off, a story for you. So, as some of you may or may not know, um, Shayla, our dear, dear friend Shayla, just moved to Idaho Falls. Okay. Um, don't worry, podcast is still coming. We're just like letting her settle her life a little bit, and then we'll keep going again. So, I went on a little road trip up there by myself because I love traveling by myself, and just to like help her get settled and all that stuff. And we're just driving through Idaho Falls, and I see to the right of me on the road a Panera Bread. Now, let me just tell you, if you don't know, Panera Bread is the best place to get food anywhere. Facts. And if you go, use my loyalty number. DM for the number. (laughs) (laughs) DM Abby for the number. I want points, people. (laughs) I was like, Shayla, I will go to that Panera before we leave this town. Um, And so (laughs) while we're there, I text Abby because I know that she loves it too because we talked about it. And I was like, hey, guess where I am? Panera. And she texts me back. She's like, I will pay you to bring me back a salad. Now, let's just like set the scene here, okay? Because I'm in Idaho Falls. <laughs> we live in Utah in a different state, like three hours away. And I wasn't planning on going directly home. I had like quite a bit of stuff to do before then. He's like, here's the thing. I won't be home until 11. And I was like, here's the thing. I really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want my salad. I had to drive back to my work in Garden City. And anyway, so we worked it out. I bought her a salad. I bought me a salad. I'm eating it currently. Sorry if you're crunching. Yes, so... Like so. (laughs) If you don't like crunching sounds, this is probably not the episode for you. Just kidding, I won't eat through the whole thing. (laughs) Just maybe like a bite here or there. Good. Yeah. Anyway, we kept the food safe. We're not going to die. It's (laughs) it's taken care of. And food handlers, people out there, don't get mad at us. We're we're fine. So next week, when there's no episode, it's not because we died. It's because I'm in California. Probably eating more Panera. <laughs> Probably. Panera's <laughs> in every state other than Utah and we're mad about yeah, it. Yeah, which is so dumb. Bring Panera to Utah. I'll spend my entire life savings on it. Yeah, seriously. I, will. I would eat there like every meal. So. I, w- I did. For, yeah. Like breakfast, lunch, and dinner <laughs> in Greensboro. <laughs> we love us Panera. Anyway, here we are. It's been a couple weeks because we um lost our minds. <laughs> um, no. Listen, it's been a couple weeks because of at Physics 3030, the universe. We were in a class together this summer, Abby and I, and it was the worst. It was awful. Sorry to our professor if you listen to this, but I don't know how you find this or care about it. So. Oh, yeah. No no offense to like you. It's just the class. <laughs> the class was really boring. <laughs> and I just, I'm not a science person. We didn't get it. So we would just text each other every day like, I hate this class. If you ever stalk my Visco... You can see a couple of quotes by Logan <laughs> during conversations we had during the universe. I thought that would work, yeah. It was a good time. I mean, any time with the two of us is a good time, really, but the class itself wasn't, so... <laughs> More about stars, please. <laughs> but we are the stars. <laughs> we are the stars. Um, I really love that class. But not like the actual class, just the fact that Logan was in it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. And that I had someone to be like, hate this class too. Well, because we planned on taking a different class together this summer than they didn't. Yeah, we were going to take freaking. Okay, listen. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to take freaking. What is it? Oceanology or an oceanography? I can't remember. I don't know. A class about the ocean because you get to go on a field trip to the aquarium. And I want to tow the sloth. 
<laughs> because sloths are sea creatures. No, sometimes they have sloths at the aquarium, <laughs> and you get to go meet them. And I wanted to so bad. Except you had to take the universe and to not go to outer space, so rip us for that. <laughs> yeah, what a rip off. If they can take me to the ocean for oceanography or whatever, <laughs> they just they should be able to take me to like at least NASA. Yeah, seriously. Why don't we get to go on a field trip to Florida? Except for they're full of the Rona right now. So is everywhere. <laughs> Gross. Hashtag get vaxxed. Hashtag do it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry to all the anti-vaxxers who listen to this podcast. <laughs> we believe in vaccines here at Vinyl. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> anyway, um, to tie back to the beginning of this story, the universe is one of the reasons we didn't record. Also, we last time we recorded, we decided. We we're like, hey, what are we going to do next week? And we decided. And then for the past three weeks, every time we talked, we were like, what did we decide to do? <laughs> we knew what to writing these down we literally were like do you remember what we decided to do and then we both were like no so then we would like decide on something else and we would forget again what we decided on so for like three weeks we'd be like what are we even talking about and then yesterday like three weeks later i was like oh yeah <laughs> because yesterday when he was like i'm bringing you your salad i was like you should probably podcast <laughs> i was like we haven't done that in a second and i was like oh we were gonna talk about hadestown so so that's what we're talking about today Hades Town. Hades Town. A little bit about Hades Town to begin. Hades Town is the most recent Tony Award-winning Best Musical. Okay, it won in 2019. We didn't have the Tonys in 2020, and the 2021 Tonys have not happened yet. They will be in um, just about a month. And so, this is the most recent Tony Award-winning musical, but it completely deserves it. In my humble opinion, it's so good. Masterful. We love it. I don't even remember what else was like an option for 2019. Um, oh, wasn't it like Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice, yeah. And what else was up? I don't know. I know was that the year Frozen was up? No, that was the year before because that year was awful. That was a bad year. I was like, I just remember. <laughs> the Share Show, maybe? I don't remember what it was. I don't know. Couple Nobody cares. Things. All that matters is that Hades Town won and it was the only one that was going to win because the rest of them were not as good. In my opinion. Yeah. It's okay if you feel otherwise. There are a bunch of jukebox musicals, and I'm just generally opposed to those. So. Unless it's Mamma Mia. Unless it's Mamma Mia. Yeah. Or, for the Taylor Swift jukebox musical, we're going to write about Logan's life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are going to do that. So Stay tuned. Just kidding. We're not actually doing that. We might know. Maybe. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, Hadestown won Best Musical. It also won Best Music, and I'm not sure what else. But one of the cool things about Hadestown is it had an all-female creative team. And not many shows have that. Completely written by women, directed, costume, set designed, all by women. So... Strong, independent women. Thanks to... We also support feminism here. We do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> thanks to women for Hades Town. <laughs> thanks, women. <laughs> so I think, from what I remember, Hades Town, like, it's a musical, but it's in the genre of, like, folk opera. Okay? It's not, like, operatic, so don't think of it that way, but it's pretty much music happening the whole time but it's like folk style music which is just like really interesting and not I like I don't know any other show that sounds like Katie's Town does it's because there's not yeah there's not it's very unique yeah it's like it's own thing because mm-hmm. you have a lot of the instrumentation is pretty light and like thin textured um you have like a lot on guitars like acoustic guitars piano um there's a trombone in it and the trombonist is like famous because he's so good in this show so, 
Yeah. Um, but see, the music isn't necessarily written in the sense that it's just like, oh, here's a song, and it's like you know the songs individually because they're really good. It's like all of these musical things working together to tell this big story and a lot of them coming back. And so that's one of the things about this show is you probably won't see a lot of like solo performances of these songs or even group numbers because they're just they're written very uniquely where it's all just this story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, good, good job. Good summary. Thank you. And then the plot is the story of mm. Orpheus and Eurydice, which is like, that's all we love. It's some good Greek mythology. We do, yeah. And then you have Hades and Persephone in there, so it's like this Greek tale mixed in with like elements of folk music and like modern storytelling. And we I should think do more mythology on Broadway. We should. That's yeah. Bring us Hercules. Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> I mean, they did the Lightning Thief on Broadway, but okay. Then it. We should talk about that sometime because that video that I sent you was so chaotic, and I was like, "This is amazing." <laughs> Can you just talk about it for a second right now? Because you see this this year's Tony Awards, it was up for it, and there what? were yeah, there were only like four shows that could have even possibly been nominated for anything for musicals, and instead of nominating the Lightning Thief, they just simply did not. And so there were only two people eligible for <laughs> to be nominated for Best Actor. It was the guy that played Percy Jackson and Aaron Tveit from Mulan Rouge. <laughs> and they just only nominated Aaron Tveit. That's so rude! <laughs> they just chose to nominate Percy nominate Jackson, that. That was like, that's a masterpiece, <laughs> according to the bootleg videos I saw on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Anyway. I have a good feeling about it. It's going to make a big comeback. <laughs> it's going to be like a big hit. I can feel it. Hopefully. I like feeling it in there. Anyway, that's the other mythology musical. By Hades Town, very different than that. Folk music, Greek mythology, like Great Depression style costuming and set. Really cool. Yeah. So, I think that's the basis of what you need to know. Yeah. I don't know. You have, I guess, the main characters. You have Orpheus, you have Eurydice, you have Hades, Persephone, you have Hermes, who's like the narrator figure in this show, played by, oh... Andre the Shields, he's like in his 70s and won a Tony for that performance. He's so cool. He's, oh, yeah, he's so cool. Um, Pretty much everyone in this cast is so cool. They are. Actually, I don't know a ton about Reed Carney, except that he was in the I Knew You Were Trouble video. I didn't know that. He was. Wow. Fun fact. Go Reed Carney. Go watch I Knew You Were Trouble. (laughs) (laughs) He's in it. And apparently he was Spider-Man, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, in the Spider-Man musical. <laughs> the Spider-Man musical. Makes sense. That's all I know about him. But everyone else, <laughs> awesome. Patrick Page, love him. So good. We'll talk about his music in a second because it's crazy. Like, out of this world. Um, and then you have three fates, this trio of women who all sing together. So good. And then there's a workers chorus. And I think that's everyone. Go workers. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Let's just go through some of the music here, shall Let's we? Just, uh, why not? I'm gonna just start at the top. You lose your one ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Abby opened her phone and is started playing this video that we've been watching on it all day. Because we've been eating our Panera. I forgot that it was even like open. <laughs> it was even at the best part where it's like, 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 if you want to, like, just don't. <laughs> What's the video called? So we can help you look it up. No, I literally just, I literally just. No, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> I literally just like YouTube. Hey guys, it's me. <laughs> She's literally just like, hey guys, it's me. <laughs> so do that if you want to watch the video. And it's a lady with like really bad shade of lipstick and blonde hair, and she's like sitting in the front seat of her car. 
So there we go. <laughs> if you need a pep talk today, <laughs> <laughs> watch Hey Guys watch it's me it's on YouTube. <laughs> oh, okay. That's awesome. I forgot that was open. Hades <laughs> done. Hades done. So, there's like 40 songs. We're not going to talk about them all. But that's the thing. They're not like as much individual songs. It's, I think, the entire show is on this recording. So you can pretty much listen straight through and know everything that's happening. It's really yeah. cool. Because it starts with this song called Road to Hell, where you have Hermes, that's the narrator, basically just like setting up. Like, here's the characters, here's everything happening. Um, Anais Mitchell, the person who wrote this show, she was working on it for like 15 years. So there were a lot of productions leading up to it. And she said this was actually one of the last songs she wrote, and it like wasn't initially supposed to be the opener of the show. Um, she wrote a book, it's called Working on a Song. I have it, I've read parts of it. Anyway, it's a good one. There's some like jazz influences in parts of this too. Yeah. Like you see that in that song, you see that in a couple of the other like group ish numbers. Anyway, that's yeah. how the show starts. Then there's some other stuff. And what's the next thing we want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about like, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Cool. I'm going to just talk about, I'm just going to work down and talk about some of the ones that I love. Okay. If there's anything else you want to throw in. Yeah. Go for let it. Let me know. Okay. So you have three songs in this called Epic One, Epic Two, and Epic Three. I was just going to say, I love the epics. They're yeah. my favorite. Yes. Epics. Do you want to say anything about it? One, two, you? three. The second one is my favorite. Epic two. Which I feel great. like is kind of random. Yeah. But so they're all really good. One of the premises of this story is that Orpheus, um, he's working on writing this song, and when he does, spring will come again. It will take them out of like this winter. It's this part of the mythology of the story. Mm-hmm. And like spring is when Persephone leaves Hades, and she's in the actual world. And so you have him singing Epic 1, Epic 2, and Epic 3 throughout the course of the show. It's literally just him telling the story of, like, Hades and Persephone. Yeah, him, te- awesome. him telling that story, and then, like, you get to see, like, the progression of the song throughout. Mm-hmm. And Reed Carney, let's just talk about him for, like, a second, because he has this voice that's, like, unlike anything you hear in musical theater. Because yeah. a lot of what he's singing is, like, these really strong head voice moments. And, again, more typical of folk music, unlike anything you see here, but it's, I mean, it's gorgeous gorgeous yeah it is very nice and it's just like him with his little guitar i think yeah yeah it's really good Ugh, the epics. yeah the epics are my favorite i think yeah do you know if he sings live i or, sorry no he sings live like what? in the show of course it's broadway do you know if he plays the instrument or not because i'm not sure i haven't seen i want to say that he does like, at I... least for like the epics yeah because he has like the guitar Right. And it's, like, strung and everything. Yeah, so... I feel like if he wasn't going to play it live, they wouldn't have it, like, strung. So yeah. So, like, interfere with stuff. Right, so... I think he I does think play he, I think he does play At least for, like, those couple. Yeah. So that's also cool, too. Um, there's that one. Yeah. What yeah. Else? Here's the thing. This whole show, like, it's poetry is what it is. And as... A, I thought that when I first listened to it, but even reading Anais Mitchell's book, like, she talks about that, how, like... It wasn't meant to be just, like... I guess she talked about her choice of words sometimes. She's like, I didn't want it to be academic. I didn't want anything. Like, she wrote it to be poetry. And there's portions where they're just, like, talking. And even the lyrics in the songs, like, it is poetic. And what you're listening to is just, like, beautiful. And there's a lot of nice, just, like, themes about the world and about, like, poverty and overcoming that throughout the whole show. Which I think is really cool. Because I think a lot of shows that try to do, like social justice and, like, make impact statement kind of things, like, they they don't necessarily just talk about, like, poverty in there. But this show does straight up, and it's really cool. I also think that there's, like, that big theme, at least a big thing that, like, I've noticed, is, like, the different ways that people view the world. 
Because, like, Orpheus has, like, this whole different, like, they talk about it even in the lyrics. Like, he has the way to, like, see the world that, like, it can be. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, like, and so I think it's cool that you get to see, like, all these different perspectives, like, and, like, how different people in different, like, aspects of their life view the world, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Let me see if I can find those lyrics where they say that, because, they, yeah, they say, like, he sees the world. Like, how it can be instead of how it is. In spite of the way it is. Yeah. Oh, here he goes. He can make you see how the world could be in spite of the way that it is. Yeah. Can you see it? Can you hear it? Can you feel, like, a train that's coming? And so, like, yeah. Yeah, like, you get to see, like, these whole... You get to see, like, all the different perspectives. And I think that that's really cool. Because, like, it kind of shows, like, everybody has, like, a different vision of the world. And, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, and one of the things I've noticed is there's a lot of, like, small snippets in songs that are, like unique little melodic ideas that happen for just like a second they're not the main purpose of the song but they just like they hit you because they're unique like in the song living it up on top which is persephone made by oh amber gray she like she's so cool i know she's oh so my cool. gosh she's going off like she is having the time of her life out there and then there's this moment in the middle where orpheus he's just like they're like orpheus talk to us because they're just like in a bar having fun and so he says this um to the patroness of all this persephone who has finally returned to us with wine enough to share asking nothing in return except that we should live and learn to live as brothers in this life and the trust she will provide. And if no one takes too much, there will always be enough. She will always fill our cups and we will always raise them up to the world we dream about and the one we live in now. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it's so, so beautiful. <sighs> this is just like a good, I don't know. I feel like for me, Hades Town is like, it's not like a, like a feel good type musical, you know. I feel like this is more of like a hard hitting one of where it's like, we're going to use this, like, mythology to, like, teach you a lesson. Yeah. You know? When it's even using poetry in a way that's accessible. Because a lot of times when you read poetry, like, you're like, wait, what am I hearing? What am I seeing? And, like, this feels poetic, but not in that way. Like, you can really grasp onto it very easily. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah. And that's the thing. And, like, the beginning song, like, it's called Road to Hell. It's literally, like, it sets it up that it's not going to be, like, a picture-perfect story. But in, even, okay, actually, we're just gonna, we're dumping all over the place. But, like, the last yeah, song sorry, in guys. the show, you, just, you have to listen to it all the way through, okay? You can't just, like, listen to songs. You have to just Yeah, this is not one that you can, like, put on shuffle. Like, you have to listen, like, start to finish. Yeah. So the last song, The Road to Hell Reprise, at the end of the show. Can we talk about... Yeah. Just go. Are we gonna talk about, like, the part? Yeah. Like, the part? I think we kind of talked about it in the last one. And we did, too. Where he, like, literally just talks. Yeah. In, like, silence. Yeah. I get chills every single time. Like, legit goosebumps. It's so powerful. Yeah. It's so cool. Okay. I'm just, like, a firm believer, like, in every aspect of life. That, like, the most beautiful things are the simplest. Mm-hmm. And so him literally just talking with, like, no music, no nothing. It's literally just him talking. And it's, like, the most beautiful part of the show. I really, I think it is. Yeah. It's stunning. Because, like, okay. I love that. And that's what I love about, like, the whole musical. Because there's, like, like you said, like, there's not, like, big orchestration, blah, blah, blah. It's so, like, chill. Everything's so simple. I love it. That's why I love this musical so much. It's just so simple. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, straight to the point. Well, and they make use of a lot of, like, complicated musical things. Like, because it also, it really highlights the music in ways that it's not showy. It's, like, there's just moments where they have gorgeous acapella singing and, like, the different parts like layering and coming in and out and just like experimenting with these different themes in ways that you don't see in a lot of other shows yeah. which is really cool and we'll get into some of those other songs in a second but yeah like this last song the road to hell reprise it's like the like 
the moment where like the big thing in the story happens. I feel like I probably shouldn't say what it is, but yeah, we don't want to like spoil it for anyone. I know, but and so it gets like very just like solemn just for a second, and yeah. you have this narrator who sings a cappella for like two minutes. Oh, it's stunning. I get, I literally get chills like every single time. Like the only thing you hear occasionally right at the beginning, there's like octaves back and forth on a piano, just like one note. And then he just sings a cappella on top yeah, of that. Yeah, like, absolutely. Oh my gosh. And there's just nothing. And it's. Like, I hope that when people go and, like, see that show live, like, you better be able to hear a pin drop during yeah, the moment. Coming because. Year. Let's go. Let's go! Okay. That's so fun. Um, okay, and also just, like, a little bit of the lyrics here in that song as well, in this section that he sings. He says, It's a sad song. Like, it's a sad tale. It's a tragedy. But we sing it anyway. Because here's the thing, to know how it ends and still begin again, or and still begin to sing it again as if it might turn out this time. Like, just little bits like that that just hit me every time I listen to it. Lyrics are so good, the music just it accompanies it so well, I'm obsessed. It's, yeah, it's honestly like a masterpiece. And then, because that last song in the show, it builds from him a cappella and just like slowly layers on to the point where you almost like never notice that it's building, but by the end it's this massive thing with everyone singing and then it's just like... That's how it ends. Oh, it's so good. Honestly, like, if you haven't, like, listened to this one, I know, like, the style is not, like, for everybody, and I know that some people struggle with, like, the folk kind of, like, vibe, but seriously, like, listen through it at least once, because the story is so powerful, and, like, the lyrics are so powerful, and the simplicity is so powerful, like... This is such a good musical, and it's honestly, like, probably one of the best that's ever been written, in my opinion. I think so, too. And, like, don't go into the album thinking that you're just going to hear a lot of fun songs, because that's not what it's going to be. Go into it ready to hear, like, a story. Like, get into, like, audiobook mode, almost. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. So, yeah, if you're looking for, like, the flashy numbers and stuff, like, this is not it. Yeah. But if you, like, are here to experience a, a very poignant story about the world, like... You will get that here. And so just just don't have that mindset going into it. Um, That's well, okay. While we're on the story still. Yeah. That's the thing. Is like, I feel like this paints a really good picture of like, the world that we live in today. Mm-hmm. Even though it's a Greek mythology tale. Yeah. Like, it, it literally is talking about like our current world mm-hmm. without talking about our current world. And I think it's I think there's a lot of things in the musical that people like really need to hear in the world today. Yeah. Just because like it's so powerful. And like I feel like you can relate to it so much just because the story is so, like... That's the thing about mythology. It's not, like... It's not, like, made for entertainment. It's made to, like, teach us lessons. Mm -hmm. You know? Well, and, like, the stories keep coming up in the world. Like, at the end of the first act, there's this song called Why We Build the Wall that (laughs) Hades sings. Which, that's the thing. Like, this musical was written 15 years ago, okay? I was that wall. (laughs) Sorry. Yes. (laughs) There's a TikTok on the interweb where a kid's like, <laughs> a kid is like blocking a goal and he's all, Donald Trump said to build a wall. And then he like blocks a ball and he's like, I was that wall. And so anytime, like, I hear, this is like really dumb, but anytime I hear the like, why we built the wall song, that's all I can think about now is that kid be like, why was that wall? Yeah. Good. Not important, Love that. but. If you find that TikTok, think of me. <laughs> and Hades down. There you go. <laughs> but like, there's this song at the end of the first act. 
And it's Hades and all of the, like, those that are his captors in hell, basically, singing the song about how they're building this wall to keep them free. And, like, Hades, like they say here, the wall keeps up the enemy and we built the wall to keep us free. That's why we built the wall. And, like, anyway, there's these interesting lines from Hades and the company here that, like, make you think of some of the things that are happening in the world today, even though this song was written way before any of those things were happening. So, like, this show is just a thing. It's new, but it's timeless. And it applies to everything. But that's what I'm saying, like, with the mythology. Yeah. Mythology is always relevant. Mm-hmm. You should, like, seriously, if you haven't looked into, like, mythology, like, the Norse mythology, like, Roman, Greek, like, all of it, look into it because it's, like, it's relevant. Like, even now. And then, like, they weren't, like, made for, like, entertainment. I mean, like, they kind of were, but, like, like the mythology literally is, like, made to, like, teach lessons. And that's, like, what Hades Temple is doing. Yeah. There's, okay, there's this thing throughout also, because you have this couple, or Pacey or Odyssey, that are, like, in love. They are wanting to be together. Your Odyssey ends up in the underworld, okay? And at the beginning, there's this moment where it's all about, like, how they want to be together. And Orpheus is singing about how, like, I'll provide for you the best I can, but I don't have much. And so one of the reasons your Odyssey ends up there is because, like, she was not being provided for. Like, her physical needs were not being met. And so she did what she could to be okay, which, anyway landed her in the underworld, so that's unfortunate. But, like, that itself is a theme you see throughout. Just, like, people will do things when their physical needs are not met. And I've never mm-hmm. seen, like, that as a theme be discussed in any other mm-hmm. show before, which mm-hmm. is cool. And so then they tie that to, like, how that affects their relationship and their love. Um, and there's this moment... Oh, hold on. Let me find the lyrics here. In the second act. Okay. Where, like, Orpheus gets there to find her, and Hades is like, well... She's mine. She's under this contract. And he's like, no, she wouldn't. And then she says, I did. I do. And it's like, the I do is if it's like marriage. And you see that theme like throughout how like in a relationship and in a marriage, like you have to like, my thoughts are scattered right now. But essentially, like you have to make sure that those basic needs are being met. And because of that, like it took her away. But they use the same lyrics to portray the imagery in the underworld. So again, really cool thing though. Mm-hmm. Okay. A couple of my other favorite moments are the chants. There's a chant and then a chant reprise in the show. Mm-hmm. They're so good. Because mm-hmm. there's a moment in the first chant. And these are ones songs that are like kind of just propelling the story. Um, and you have a lot of like the different characters singing like on top of each other and just singing like a couple lines and all this like overlap back and forth. There's this moment in the first chant that um, Eurydice, she sings like stunningly. I'm trying to think what the lyrics are. Oh, she's, she's singing... Um, She's just singing the lines, shelter us and harbor me. Like, that's all she's singing. She just, like, goes off. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And then in the chant reprise, my favorite lyrics of this show are in that song. Because you have these, like, workers in the underworld who are basically, like, all of a sudden feel like they have a voice because Orpheus has come. It, uh, they sing this part. It's my favorite, and it's so underappreciated. They sing, why do we turn away when our brother is bleeding? Why do we build a wall and then call it freedom? If we're free, tell me why I can't look in my brother's eye. Like, the mic drop right there. I'm telling you, everybody just needs to, like, listen to this. There's just, like, so much. Yeah. Like, it will teach you so much. It will teach you so yeah. The music is just so, like, simple but complex at the same time. It's not standard songwriting practices. It's, like... That's just what makes it so beautiful. Yeah, it's, like, everything is just woven together. And there's different themes coming in and out, and 
Yeah. There's like literally so no other way to describe this musical other than like it's just beautiful. Yeah, it's like it's just stunning. It's a it's a work of art. It really is. It really is. All the way across. Totally. Also, I just feel like we have to talk about Wait for Me for a second. <laughs> Wait for me. I but freaking love that song. It's probably the most the well-known song. The best one though. I'm sorry. Yeah. But that's just because you're going to see like goes off again. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, in their Tony Awards performance, do they sing the first or the reprise? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember the performance. I think it might be the reprise. I don't know. Either way, you should watch it because it's good. The like choreography with the lights. Yeah, that was insane. That blew my mind. Yeah, because they have these like big hanging lights that you'd see in like a factory kind of setting, and they're like swinging back and forth across the stage, and then you have Orpheus with flower, just gorgeous. Oh, this lovely carnation. Yeah, yeah. it's like the theme of their love for yeah. the show. Ah, it's so beautiful. This show is so beautiful. This show is so beautiful. Yeah. Everybody needs to just listen. Just give it like just give it like one try at least. Just to say that you did it. Because like the wait for me is I mean, number one, sometimes like they just wail in those songs sometimes, and then you have the full chorus singing these like really just wonderful chords in the background. Like if you just want a taste of the show, listen to Wait For Me or The Wait For Me Reprise, and that will like show you what this show is. Listen to Wait For Me. Don't listen to the reprise because it like spoils the story. That's true, just a little bit. No spoilers, unless you really are not going to take my advice and you're just going to... Then just call us and we'll tell you what happens. Do whatever. But then we'll be like, no, we're not telling you. Listen. <laughs> no, I'll be like, listen for yourself and find out. Or, you know, Google the story for Orpheus <laughs> and you're going to see. Because <laughs> that's it. It's fine. I mean, it's really famous. It was like eight different operas before it was this. It, it is so. very famous. It's like it's, the tragedy of it, all tragedies. And it's probably like the most told story in history. Probably, that would yeah. So It's a good one. Yeah. Um, just a little bit of the lyrics from the Wait For Me Reprise, because these also just hit my head. Hit my head. Hit my soul. Wow. You have, it starts off with Hermes singing this. The meanest dog you'll ever meet. He ain't the hound dog in the street. He bears some teeth and tears some skin, but brother, that's the worst of him. The dog you really got to dread is the one that howls inside your head. It's him whose howling drives men mad and a mind to its undoing. (laughs) So good. No, it's so So good. good. This song is so, like... Seriously, like, if nothing else, just, like, Google the lyrics at least and read them. Or by the book, read the book, too. But Like. Because, like, that line just shows, like, we are our own worst enemies a lot of the times. And we get in our own ways, and that just, like, causes so many problems. And <sighs> I just think it's so cool, back to, like, the whole, like, perspective thing. Like, this show quite literally, like, makes you see the world in a different light. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So, like, not only is, like, the, like, character trying to, like, help all the other characters see it in a different light, like, they're literally, like, trying to help you see it in a different light. And it's, it's not, so cool. And it's not like it's an in-your-face message, either. No. Like, it's something that's pretty hidden and disguised throughout the show. And in just, like, as I said, these small moments, it's not like there's a big song that's, like, here's how you feel about the world. Like... No. They're just, like, little, little moments. Yeah. Like Teeny, little, tiny moments. Little. You almost, like, if you're not, like, listening for them, like, you won't even catch them. Yeah, but, like, if you listen for, to this show and, like, listen to the lyrics, you will learn so much. Yeah. It's just, I mean, lyrically incredible. Musically so good, too, and, again, complex. Like, so hard to perform and sing, I'm sure. Just listen. Especially the Fates songs. The Fates have some Dude, hard stuff in there. Those harmonies are insane. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like, yeah. So, props it takes to them. A, it takes a very trained musician to do that, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just because of how crunchy it is. It's, it's so crunchy. It's I love crunchy. Thing. We love crunchy. We do love crunchy. Crunchy is my favorite. Yeah. Anyway, I think those are the big things I have to say. Yeah, no, that's, that's literally all, all I have to say. Just listen to this show. It's so good. Just listen. Yeah. Seriously, like, just just do it. Just do it. You just do it. You won't regret it. If you like Taylor Swift folklore, you'll like Hades sound. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. <laughs> Even I'm if like, you don't like Taylor Swift folklore. But, like, if you, like, liked the vibes, like, if there are any Taylor Swift fans out there, like, if you liked the vibe of, like, folklore evermore... You'll like the vibe of, like, Hades Town. Well, even if you like, like, American folk music, if you like jazz music, like, any of that you'll see in this show. Yeah. So, go for it. It's a good one. Um, anyway, there's that. One of our favorites these days. And every time I listen to it, I fall in love with it just again and again. Right. Like, you just, I feel like this is one, I don't feel like I come to this one, like, very often. Just because, like, you know, it's not like... The flashy, it's not like you can just easily, like, pick a couple songs and, like, listen to it instead. Yeah. But, like, every time I come back to this one, like, revisit it, I'm like, this one's so good. Like, this one never gets old. Yeah. It's two hours, so just, if you have two hours ever, listen straight to the album. Tell us what you think. Yeah. Tell us what you, tell us your thoughts. What do you think <laughs> about Hades Town? Yeah. Seriously, actually, tell us. We actually, like tell us. People, so. Interact with the social media. Tell us. Ooh. We need people to talk to. We do need people to talk to. <laughs> and maybe we'll give you a shout out in a future episode. Yeah, we will. So, we'll be like, come listen. No, wait, what? No, no, we won't. <laughs> we'll be like, you were already listening. You were already listening. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Gold star. Gold star. Like, I loved this comment by so and so. Shout out to you. We'll do a gold star for the week. <gasps> we'll just start doing gold star. That just means people have to talk to us. So do we that. Should, no, we should give people Tony's. Yeah, okay. And then Tony goes too. Tony Leak. Good. We'll do it. So <laughs> Interact with the social media and we'll give you a Tony. Yep. Um, and tell us what you want to talk about. No, what you want us to talk about. Yes, and what do you want us to talk about? Make it happen. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's a masterpiece, according to the bootleg videos I saw on TikTok. <laughs>